Welcome to Desks and Dusters, PBJ Cleaning Depot's very own podcast. We are going to have so much fun on this adventure together. We are going to talk to our reps. We are going to talk to my fellow employees. And we're going to see what's going on right here in our own community. everybody welcome to episode 11 that's right 1111 of desks and dusters we're going to start today off just a little differently and i think you guys are going to be able to help me out with this are you ready let's give it a shot one two three That's right, it's somebody's birthday today, and gee, I wonder whose birthday it is. It's Paul Stewart's birthday. Happy birthday, Paul. Here at PBJ, we are so very, very lucky to have you, not only as the owner of this wonderful company, but as our boss as well. Now, I could sit here and spend an entire podcast making jokes about how the last time the Leafs won a cup, Paul was probably a baby watching on a black and white television somewhere. So Paul, for your birthday, I hope you get to see the Leafs play in round two on a colored TV in the 2020s. So we'll see if we can make that happen for you. Probably not going to happen this year. Probably not. You guys don't have an OV. Maybe one day you'll get yourselves an OV. But for the mean part, meantime, Paul, we wish you the happiest of birthdays from all of us here at PBJ. Thank you for everything you do, and thank you for being you. All right, let's get into it here. We have a special episode here for you guys today. We have a guest on who we have been trying to get on for a very long time. And we finally were able to get him, get his busy schedule tracked down, matched up with ours. And we have an incredible guest this week. We are going to talk about how to upgrade your washrooms, how to keep everything nice and hygienic, talk about a couple different statistics, different things like that. It's just, it's literally an overboard of how much stuff we talked about. There's a lot of fun, a lot of jokes, but a lot of, a lot of good numbers thrown out there too. A lot of scientifically analyze data you know all the big stuff that i have no idea how it works it's just my job to let you know so without further ado let's get into it all right everybody we are back here at desks and dusters and we have been waiting a very long time to get this that this guest on the podcast we are so happy that we get to work with him as one of our suppliers Ladies and gentlemen, it's Raj. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, absolute honor to be on the pod- podcast. I have to say this is my first podcast ever, so I'm very excited about that. And I have to take my hats off to you. Um, I listened to the last couple, I think three or four of yours, and I was very inspired. And, oh, you know, thank I, you. I wanted to be a part of that. So thank you for having me. Uh, very humbled. Awesome. Very humbled. Raj, why don't you give us a little bit of a background, who you are, who do you work for, and how do you help uh, and work together with us here at PBJ? 
Yeah, so my story goes back with PBJ, I want to say around six years ago. So um, I got into um, the cleaning and hygiene business about six, seven years ago. I was at R3 Redistribution, and that's how I got to get to know the family, the amazing people at PBJ. Um, I was an inside sales there. So, you know, eventually my journey took me to, I want to get some outside sales experience. So uh, my journey took me to Newell Brands. Uh, so Rubbermaid, as you guys know. Um, and yeah, a couple years after that, um, I had a great opportunity to work for uh, Kimberly Clark, who's a, a hygiene company. So you may know us through some of our, more of our commercial brands, brands like uh, Kotex, uh, Kleenex, uh, you may have heard of Huggy. So yeah, that's on a retail side. But yeah, I, I represent um, the commercial side. So we specialize in um, healthcare, office buildings, high traffic environments, manufacturing. And yeah, um, I've had an amazing three-year ride with uh, Kimberly Clark here. And yeah, I'm uh, continuing to, uh, to be successful in this role. And um, yeah, I, I love collaborating with PBJ. And we absolutely love working with you guys. And for everyone who'd been taking advantage of our automatic dispenser promotion for 10 bucks, you have Raj to thank for that. That's where those dispensers are coming from. We're the ones and working with Raj, helping make everything in your workplace uh, touch-free, help reduce the transfer of germs and bacteria. So let's talk about that for a second. How important is it for people to make the switch, whether it's a public washroom or just a washroom for your employees, mm -hmm. to more automatic and touch-free dispensers? Yeah, so it's, I, I wanna say maybe two or three years ago, I would naturally lead people to our, our manual dispensers. They didn't have to deal with changing out batteries and, and some of the pains with that, right? Um, right now, I'd say more than ever, people are looking for touchless environments. Um, so. We'll get into the technology later, but we're very likely, lucky that we released um, something called direct drive technology, which we released pre-COVID, which was amazing. But um, yeah, um, I, I want to say, you know, with our direct drive technology, um, we actually use the same dispensers, but we just changed the motor inside. So uh, we removed all these gears that crank and grind that ultimately turn the module that releases the paper. And it delivers like a quieter and more reliable experience. But something that we got out of this, um, a net result was we got a five-year battery life on one set of batteries. Yep. So, you know, usually the pushback, I want to say two, like maybe a year and a half ago was, Raj, that's, that's a nice idea. It's cute, but I don't want to deal with batteries. Now we have a solution that has a five-year battery life. So that's equivalent to around 150,000 dispenses. Um, our first generation module and uh, some of the other ones out there in the marketplace have around 10,000. So um, that's not the only benefit. It's 99% jam free and it's actually 70% um, quieter. So um, when you put these things side by side, I'll give you guys a demo one day, but you can barely hear the thing when uh, you, it, it dispenses paper and, and that's part of the restroom experience, right? So to, to answer your question in short, <laughs> I know I kind of blabbled a little bit, but you know, creating touchless environments, it's going to mitigate risk, right? It's going to, people are looking for just reducing those touch points. It's going to create healthier and more sustainable environments. So, um, you know, from a scientific standpoint, we kind of hit that, right? Um, 
less cross-contamination, but customers, it's going to give them that emotion of feeling safer within their environment that you created. And I'd say now more than ever, before you walk into a facility, um, I know my wife, um, when she went back to work, um, they laid out a plan, like employees expect to know, what are you doing for me when I get back? Uh, people, before they walk into a restaurant, they want to understand what those um, what things you're doing. And it's something small you can do, right? It doesn't have to be huge, but it lets, lets people know before they walk into your facility or enter your restroom that um, you've, you've taken small steps to let you know that um, you care. Exactly. And the one funny thing is for all the cool kids that hang out on TikTok all day long because <laughs> you have nothing better to do with your life, there was a hilarious TikTok that I found and somebody had one of those older automatic paper towel dispensers and they'd wrote on it warning i scream and when you wave your hand underneath it's that god awful kind of noise we all know what we're talking about it's that horrifically loud squealing hearing all the gears rolling noise now if you got one of our automatic hand or automatic paper towel dispensers you know how quiet it is Raj knows how quiet it is. I know how quiet it is. You could sleep under the thing and no one would hear it. <clears throat> Obviously, like, nobody was talking about Jansan and PPE before this, unless it was something that's very notable in your line of work. Now it's all people can really talk about. How sure. is the Jansan industry and the hygiene industry going to keep up with this new popular demand? Like, nobody was talking about dispensers and how cool automatic dispensers are and they can do this and they can do that but now it's all the talk yeah um you know i, I want to say you know we've really taken some measures to implement technology and we've done this like this has been on our radar to introduce these things like for the last 10 years like our innovation pipelines very robust and uh the demand for our dispensers i want to say since last year has one up over 200, 300% just because of uh, the touch-free technology. But yeah, the, the demand for innovation, I feel like it, it's always going to be there, right? Um, people are looking for ways to implement technology where they may not have considered in the past. And, and, and I can honestly say um, it's now essential um, to be successful, right? In ways like to prepare for the future. And I think we have an amazing opportunity, even though these are challenging times, I think we all have an amazing opportunity to learn and prepare and accelerate our progression in new directions, whether it's um, creating healthier environments or whether it's creating greener environments, right? Uh, office buildings, that use a lot of energy. Um, so yeah, I, I actually spoke with a property manager um, and she told me something pretty cool. It kind of hit home with me. So she said, the things that are important to her today, like soap and sanitizer, it's not just a complaint anymore. If those dispensers are empty, it's actually a health and safety concern. It is. And it always should have been. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And yeah, I, I, things are changing, right? Um, she, she, she actually uses a technology that, uh, Kimberly Clark release. It's called Onvation. So it sends actual alerts out and it lets you know when dispensers are about to go empty proactively. Um, so yeah, that's, that's something that she leveraged. Right. And I think, you know, having the right solutions in the right team is a huge part of that. So, um, 
you know, we're, we're very proud to say that, you know, we're looking out into new trends five to 10 years from now. And uh, yeah, we're very lucky to, to connect with PBJ just to see what, what insights uh, you guys have as well and what your customers want. So yeah, and I, I think it's definitely always going to be there. Well, one insight I have right off the bat is can Kimberly Clark put that kind of technology into a coffee cup? So I know when my coffee <laughs> is getting super low and I need to go refill it because there's nothing worse than grabbing the cup and going, are you kidding me? I'm done. I, th- I think we need so cool. <laughs> it's like we all have front door cameras and stuff like that. You see all the videos now. Now you could just get notified when you're sitting there and think about how much more time your your janitorial staff and your cleaning staff are going to have when they don't have to go into every single washroom or go into every room where there's a dispenser and check the stock level of it. You're just going to get a notification instead. That frees them up to do more important, more critical work and do less mundane tasks. Oh, definitely. I, I would definitely say that's when you look at a cleaner's route, whether it's in an office building or a hospital, um, you know, when, when they're managing, um, you know, 20, 30 plus restrooms, um, it's, it, there's a lot of labor involved in that and, and all those mundane tasks and, you know, they're not act, like checking dispensers and policing dispensers. Um, you know, it's, it's important to do that without the technology because it could be a tenant complaint or potential health and safety issue. Right. But there's technology in place that can, you know, really help you focus on things that actually matter right now. Um, pre COVID this technology really helped people like maybe it was an executive floor where they wanted to take that reallocation of labor and clean windows. Um, so, so they could be more the appearance and smell of cleanliness. But right now it's, they're using that reallocation um, to do deep cleaning and sanitization protocols. Mm-hmm. You almost just teed up my next question there talking about the window cleaning. That's the other thing too, is the presentation of your washroom says so much, whether it's a public washroom that your customers are using or it's the washroom your employees are using. The way it's taken care of what you have in that washroom says a lot about you as a business and can leave a lasting impact on a customer. I always remember the story you tell me, you told us of when you took your mother to the movies. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll, it's, it's, it's funny. Just to kind of rewind that, like, that's a great point. I, I Casey, our, our core values, like it's not just about our dispensers, right? Our core values really focus of all around elevating the restroom experience like we think and i think we all agree that we believe that the restroom should present an authentic experience of your brand and it kind of needs to instill a sense of pride and connection with your guests uh, your tenants or maybe your customers whether you own a restaurant or uh, you want to retain employees in an office building it often gets missed right we all know it's the top three areas of complaints and it, it can show cracks in your facilities and it can kind of determine if if it's not up to stuff so um yeah um we study this we're very passionate about it which sometimes people laugh at my wife laughs at me all the time when i'm doing restroom site audits but but yeah it's it's a huge impact area and you know we believe that there's small changes that you can make to have a larger impact so back to that story though which is which is hilarious you remembered um so yeah my my uh, my mom 
she was a little bit bored one weekend. My dad went to Vancouver to take care uh, of his parents. And my wife and I were like, you know what? Let's go buy Scooper up. Let's, let's go to the movie theater. So we wanted to treat her. So we took her to the VIP cinema. And, um, you know, it, it's amazing. Um, they do such a good job. You, you open the door and you realize you're in a different, it's like a different world. You're in an experience market. It literally gives you that VIP feel the second those glass doors open. Oh, for sure. Like you walk in, you smell the popcorn, the lighting's cool. Um, you look to the right, there's all like this, they do an amazing job with their decor. And like, it, it's funny, like, as I was embracing all these things, like I've kind of noticed, this is kind of like, reminds me of like um, going to an airport, right? So they do these things on purpose because the experience is so important. So you spend more, spend more time there. You enjoy your time there. And hey, in the process, you spend a little bit more money. So that's, that's a huge part of it. It's hard to measure experience, but we know it's there and we know it's important, but it, it's hilarious. So we look to the left and I'm like, oh, cool, a bowling alley. And uh, my mom's just like, oh my God, there's like a bar beside it. Typical, typical mom thing to say, right? Um, yeah, exactly. So yeah, we, we had like 30, 45 minutes to kill. And naturally my mom is like, hey, let's, let's grab a drink or two. I'm like, you know what? You, you deserve it. So, um, you know, I want to say half an hour passes by movies going to start. My mom's about maybe one to two beers in and I'm like, okay, we got to wrap this up, mom. She's like, give me a second. I'll be right back. So, you know, we're having this amazing conversation. There's such a cool vibe. We're in this cool atmosphere at this awesome bar. Um, there's music going. And, you know, my mom comes back maybe 10 minutes later and she has this look in, on her face. And I'm like, oh, something's, I felt like I was in trouble or something. And like, you know, that look when your mom comes back upset. And I'm like, yep. mom, like, what's, what's wrong? And she just looked at me and said, like, the washrooms are, are, are disgusting they smell and it totally took her experience right and it, it's something that we talk about all the way all, like all the time so i'm like i gotta check this out just because we talk about it so um you know i went to the restroom as well and the experience stopped at that front door yeah uh into the restroom and i'm like why it's it's such a it's it, it's a contact point and and often the translation of that experience does not go into the restroom and you know i went in there i noticed there was water on the floors and i'm like oh my god it feels like high school all over again with those stalls where you can kind of see who's in between it and like a lot of things were outdated it smelled a little bit and you know i, I thought that was a huge miss um but but yeah it's it, it's also an opportunity for improvement so i'm gonna <laughs> you and i are gonna knock on some doors and uh yep. you know and you know, find some improvement for opportunities there. So yeah, it's, it's something that happens um, quite often. And I, you know, it's, it's going to impact like whether, you know, my mom goes back there or not. Right. It's, 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 we spent a lot of money that day. We did the VIP experience and it, it was something that was missing. Not that we didn't enjoy it overall, but it, it's something that I didn't forget. And my mom didn't either. So. Exactly. And like, you think about not to like specifically name certain companies, but if you go to an amusement park or a water park and you use their bathrooms, they're bringing in like millions of dollars a year, thousands, hundreds of thousands a day. I mean, I'll name drop Disney. You're telling me <laughs> Disney parks are not making over a million dollars a day on a good normal day, even on a slow day, probably. 
Now, I can attest that Disney's bathrooms, you could probably lick the floor and be cleaner than your kitchen. But there's other places where you walk into their bathrooms, especially like water parks <laughs> and stuff. And you're just like, no, I'll pee in your pool instead because it's probably more hygienic to pee in the pool than to pee in here. No, the one thing you mentioned is the smell. And you kind of get that stickiness on the floor too. Mm -hmm. That's from using hand dryers, everybody. And I highly doubt a lot of people knew that. So ever since I started working at PBJ, if I see a hand dryer, I will highly use my pants as a towel rather than a hand dryer. <laughs> that's just how it is so let's kind of talk about that for a second a little bit for of sure. like the science behind why a paper towel is more hygienic than a, an air hair uh, air hand dryer <laughs> definitely um so I, i'm gonna first start off by saying like I, i'm not a scientist but I'll, I'll definitely speak to some of the things that uh the world health organization uh cdc and and also the Mayo Clinic have, have brought up. And I'll just kind of rewind. It's not the jet air dryers themselves that's the actual issue. It's that, you know, typically, you know, the optimal time to wash your hands is for 20 seconds, right? This is, we're going to get into hand washing later on, but it's, it's kind of a behavior change. And when, when you look at that, only 5% of the population does that. So 95% of the population is putting their contaminated hands inside these extremely powerful jet air dryers that exactly they they wipe and they rip uh water right off your hands and these micro water droplets go into the air and they travel around 6.5 feet um away from the jet air dryer so like when, when you think about that with all the protocols we have in place with social distancing and the requirements it it, it may be a concern in, in a facility um I'm just going to kind of read ver ver like verbatim off this. Yeah. Um, if you, I'm just going to pull something up quickly. Yeah, um, for so, sure. So it it's really is like the science behind it, right? So um, when you look at jet air dryers, um, you know, using a jet air dryer um, can dispense or actually disperses 13 times more germs, particles than with paper towel. Mm-hmm. When you look at the inner surfaces of a jet air dryer, it can harbor 48 times more bacteria than toilet, uh, than an actual toilet seat. Ew. And when you put your hands in a jet air dryer, there's going to be up to 42% more bacteria on there. And to top that off, it travels, like I mentioned before, 6.5 feet in the air and can linger in the air for around... 15 minutes, those micro water droplets. Exactly. And just a side note for all of our listeners who've listened to past episodes, especially where we've talked about keeping your floors clean, when you're using a hand dryer, if you didn't wash your hands for 20 seconds, your hands are still wet. They're sub, uh, you're now submissible to collecting more germs and bacteria. When you're using a hand dryer, you're just blowing all that wet water onto the floor. Now you're going to walk over that wet water that's collecting a whole bunch of germs and bacteria. It's now on the bottom of your shoes. You're going to track it through your building. You're going to track it through your house. You're going to track it through your car. You're going to bring that with you. So that's another reason why a paper towel is more hygienic at the end of the day as well. No, that's a great point that, that you hit on. Um, 
I, I, I want to say water on the floor is also, it could be a slipping hazard. And, oh, and also 100%. Just, just from a perception standpoint, when, when you look at a sink and there's water on the floors, it, it, it throws me off personally a bit. But back to, uh, you know, the World Health Organization, uh, they recommend paper towels for hand drying. So um, the actual rubbing process of paper towels physically removes bacteria from and moisture from your hands. So as a result of that, drying your hands with paper towel can reduce bacteria on your hands by 77%. That's amazing. Yeah, no, definitely. It's, it's, it's a big process. I think it's a behavior change, but you know, um, washing hands for 20 seconds, that's a part of it, but also drying your hands is the seventh step. Uh, there's a lot of steps, but the last one is, is very important too. It's, it's, it's taking that moisture off your hands and you need to do that in the most effective way. And, um, the World Health Organization recommends paper towel. Yeah. So we've all been seeing the things, wash your hands for 20 seconds, sing happy birthday, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Raj, you and I are going to be the ones pushing the new reminder of properly drying your hands. Oh, for you sure. Can, it's a 50-50 deal, everyone. You can wash your hands, but then there's still a second part. You got to dry them. So that's our job moving forward. Everyone's going to be talking about that. <laughs> and my encouragement is if you're tired of hearing people sing happy birthday in the bathroom, pick your favorite Christmas song and count to 20. Exactly. I'm going with Rudolph. <laughs> do, 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 do you know what? With like the, new, the theme of like the new normal and hand washing, this is something like we're all going to have to commit to and get better at. It's the definition of a behavioral change when it comes to hand washing. And I'm not hand wash shaming anyone but when i say behavioral change like it's like i don't know for example it's like me putting a seatbelt on right it's yes. something i don't actually think about i just do it right a lot of people they before this they actually wash their hands for maybe five to six seconds right but you know it's it's something that we're all gonna have to commit to and get better at so that's that's a good reminder i think we want to just some tips and tricks yeah of course let's stick to the fundamentals Let's wash your hands for 20 seconds. Pick whatever song you want to sing. I'm not going to sing this, say the songs that I like. There are a lot of hip-hop songs. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a seven-step process. You want to get between your fingers. You want to scrub your nails. And like we said, the last step of, of that process um, is drawing your hands. I'd recommend for everyone, look at guidelines on the Internet. Uh, put them up. Um, I'm sure you guys provide at PBJ uh, recommendations as well. Something to put up yep. in a commercial environment. Get, make sure they're, they're guidelines from the CDC or somewhere that's uh, recommended. And, and yeah, definitely we can all commit to get better, uh, getting better at that. Exactly. Like people say, are saying all these different things. Well, do you stop at red lights? Do you go when the light's green? When you see a stop <laughs> sign, do you slow, do you stop a yield? Do you slow down? Yes. Why? Because it's second nature. It helps. It's a safety procedure. We've been taught proper hand washing since kindergarten, since preschool. We were taught when we were shoving our pinkies so far up our nose, you bleed and you can probably touch your brain. But how come once we turned seven and eight years old and switched from eating Play-Doh to eating dirt, we decided to stop washing our hands properly? So that's another good thing. And it is very true. Moving forward, it's just going to be a second nature type thing. The same thing with putting your seatbelt on. Same thing for sneezing into your elbow, coughing into your elbow. It's all going to be second nature to us. And 
we've seen it. We've had customers say, wow, I've been buying more soap than usual. Why do you think that is? Is it because everyone's just freaking out? And I said, no, because everyone's washing their hands. Yeah, like, sorry, it, that's, it's a little scary to know, but that just means that your customers or your employees are, are washing their hands and not only washing them, but doing it properly now. Oh, definitely. And I, I'm sure anyone who is in the hand hygiene market, there's been like an unprecedented demand for, um, for this product. And a, a lot of people are taking things like I was talking to Paul, uh, I was talking to Parker as well, just about certain products. And like, we shared a lot of cool insights. Like you know, a lot of people are demanding higher quality products when it comes to uh, skincare, uh, something that doesn't have any allergens in it, something that's dye free and fragrance free, maybe something with a little bit of moisturizer in it. And yeah, it's, it's something that um, is, is top of mind also. Exactly. Now, Raj, is there anything else you'd like to add or anything else you'd like to say before we let you go for the day? Um, do, do you know what? I, I actually just wanted just, just a quick step of advice just for everyone who wants to create uh, an optimal restroom experience that you can implement. Um, so as I did mention that we, we do study this. So we actually created an acronym um, just to see how your restrooms measure up. So it's actually called CHESS. So it stands for cleanliness, hygiene, efficiencies, sustainability, and satisfaction. So all four of those pillars are going to la- uh, lead up to satisfaction. So um, I'll, I'll go into every single one very quickly. So cleanliness, it, it's going to represent like how does a restroom look, the perception of cleanliness, how does it smell, are you using the right chemicals uh, to eliminate odors, um, hygiene, um, are you eliminating those uh, touch points. Can you reduce, is there opportunity to reduce cross contamination? What kind of soap are you using? Is it hygienic? Is it sealed system that's not exposed to contaminants? Um, efficiencies, maybe someone's using like a multi-fold and I'm sure you notice this. Sometimes you, you take out one and three and four, like three or four follow. That's called pilferage. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's about those things. I know PBJ, you guys sell our Scott Essentials dispenser. Um, there's around 950 feet on there. It still has a small profile, but you know it has more capacity. There's less changeouts. You're not pleasing the restroom as much. And I think the end um, sustainability is it Eco Logo uh, certified? Is it FSC certified? Um, is there a lot of waste that you can drive out? So all four of those things um, are going to drive satisfaction. So how do you feel when you leave that building? like from an emotional perspective. So I, w- I would encourage uh, you guys to reach out to me and reach out to the good folks at PBJ to see, to kind of use those pillars to see how you measure up. And, and, and honestly, maybe all five of those are not important to you. Maybe it's just efficiencies, right? Maybe it's just cost savings from using a towel versus a multifold. And, or maybe, you know, sustainability is something that's top of mind and, you know, you want to improve in that area. So yeah, let's, Let's definitely connect and, and uh, see how we how we measure up. Exactly, I love the the point that you that you made that I forgot about was the environmental factor. When you have an automatic dispenser, it's controlled distribution, meaning we're all guilty of sitting there and pulling ten feet of paper towel or pushing the manual soap dispenser until there's like. 30 milliliters of soap sitting in your hand and you're like, oh, this might be a little too much. That's a lot too much. When dispensers are automatic, 
they're just, they didn't just, Kimberly Clark's not sitting there going, okay, pick a number one to 10, everybody. How many inches of paper should we push out at a time? It's measured for a reason. And it's modified that way to help reduce the use of product and overusing product you don't need. So for example, the automatic KC dispenser that we get from you guys, the Kimberly Clark one, that one there, the hard roll dispenser, it gives you 10 inches of clean, contamination-free paper towel every time, perfect for hand drying or cleaning. Instead of you sitting there, like you mentioned, pulling a multi-fold or a single fold, you pull one, you got four, or you've got a center pull and it's not ripping on the perforated parts. And next thing you know, you've got 10 feet of paper towel in front of you. So that was another good point that I completely forgot about. Yeah. yeah and, and do you know what just reminded me when we're talking about technology and implementing that, um, that Scott Essentials dispenser has a second touch technology. So you go in for your first use, right? Mm -hmm. Then you go in for your second use. It actually cuts the second sheet 10% shorter. Does so it? So it it's even saving on your savings. Yeah, and, and that adds up, right? That's like a 5% savings on a case from implementing technology, right? So that's where it kind of finds that, that balance between you know, operational efficiencies. So you're not breaking the bank on a very expensive dispenser, right? It's, it's $10, five-year battery life, and you actually save more paper on there. And I, I, you, you get a free set of batteries with your first use. So it's it, like five years, is, is, it's going to get you a lot of mileage for sure. Exactly. And again, it clears up time for your janitorial staff, your cleaning staff to do less mundane kind of work and do the more important, more critical jobs or try something different, giving them more time to up the standards that are going on. Definitely. Perfect. Well, Raj, we cannot thank you enough here at PBJ Cleaning Depot for everything that you do for us. We are so thankful and so honored that we get to work with somebody like you. And thank you so much for all the help and assistance that you have been providing us throughout this pandemic as well. Thank you so much. And, and, and listen, I just got to say this before we, we end this off. I, I think my history goes back around six, seven years with PPJ at Rubbermaid and also our three when I was a completely new sales rep. So you guys really gave me the opportunity to, to partner dry value and also um, really pe personally helped me build my brand within this market and just learn from you guys and the amazing job you do within your markets, whether it's, you know, seeing your passion, Parker's tiffs and also Paul's it's, it's really inspiring. Every time we talk about an opportunity, I hear the customer's name what their story is and what their problem is. And we collaboratively come up with a solution and you guys make my job so easy. Uh, when you guys are just on the floor, actually doing site audits, looking for areas of improvement for opportunities for your customers. So I uh, just want to say thank you uh, to the good folks at PBJ for the partnership and making my job so easy. We really appreciate it at Kimberly Clark. Oh, well, we're just so happy to work with you guys and, and be able to work with somebody like you. And I know for a fact that we are definitely going to be having you back on the podcast because you guys, it is endless how much Raj and I could talk about when it comes to Kimberly Clark and Scott, our relationship working together with PBJ Cleaning Depot, what we can do to help you guys out there. It is endless. So Raj, here's the open invitation. You are 100% welcome back anytime on Desks and Dusters. 
You want my first podcast? I'm feeling good about it. We'll, we'll do a round two for sure. This is awesome. Thank you so much. Once again, Raj, we are so happy that we have been able to work with you for about six to seven years in different capacities. Here's to another seven more years, hopefully 10 years, hopefully more with PBJ and Raj working side by side, helping bring a more hygienic world, a more cleaner world to everybody out there. And that's the thing. You don't have to be a big superstore or a large company to have to upgrade your washrooms. It's $10 to get an automatic paper towel dispenser. Just $10. So no matter how big or small, we've got the right dispenser, the right size, the right fit to go perfect in your works in your workplace, whether it's a public washroom, whether it's a private washroom just for employees, we're going to be able to help you guys out and we are so excited to get you there. Now, we also have started our paper drive this week. That's right, our 10th annual paper drive. Listen in early next week for our episode with Gwyneth from the Salvation Army. Now, I know I said that she would be coming on this episode but we were so excited to finally be able to sit down with Raj and get all this out here. We just wanted to put this pod out as soon as possible. So our paper drive real quick, just to let you guys know, there's going to be so much more information on it next week and more on the Salvation Army. As I sat down with Gwyneth, our suppliers have generously knocked down the prices of facial tissue, paper towel, and toilet paper. You have the option of purchasing either half a case or a full case, and we will then donate it to the Salvation Army where it will be distributed to families in need this holiday season. Now, Gwyneth and I break down the numbers. We talk about what we did last year. You can also hear me on 100.1 The Ranch right here in Listowel. I went in and had a great chat with one of their DJs, Brandon, and we just chatted about it. And you guys can hear that all week being replayed, hopefully once, maybe twice a day on the ranch there. So check that out, but make sure you come in next week as well. Are you following us on social media? Because trust me, you're going to want to see some of the stuff we're putting out there. We are finding so many ways to save you money, keep you healthy, keep you safe, and keep everyone that comes around you healthy and safe as well, whether it's in the workplace or at home. So Hit us up, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Be sure to follow us and connect with us on LinkedIn as well. So you get all the up-to-dates on what's on sale, what promotions are going on, and how we can help save you money. Lastly, don't forget, PBJ Cleaning Depot has been in operation for over 17 years as a family-run, locally-driven operation. We here at PBJ Cleaning Depot strive to bring everything we can to our local community, starting off with cleaning supplies, office supplies, business supplies, jam sand, cleaning equipment, custom printing, and so much more. We literally have something for everyone, no matter what's your business. Now, with the holiday season fastly approaching, next week we're going to be talking about the spirit of giving with the Salvation Army. We're also going to be talking about a couple other places that have sales and promotions going on right here in town to keep that shop local aspect strong. So, shop local, support local, stay local. And remember, don't be a Grinch. Santa's watching. Have a good weekend. Be sure to catch Desks and Dusters on all your favorite podcast platforms like CastBox, 
Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Join us for Desks and Dusters through PPJ Cleaning Depot every other week.